Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday live with you. Got a great show, as always, for you. If you want to listen to us, there are many ways to do that. The one you're doing right now, or if you want to listen live, we are on uh, WS Radio at the app. You can go to the uh, App Store. You can listen to us on iTunes in the archives or iHeartRadio. And you can listen live on Twitter. Marsha, how do they do that? And if you're, we will be, broad, we should be broadcasting live on Twitter via Periscope. Uh, look for hashtag tech radio and you can join us in, ask questions, make comments, and uh, join in the conversation. It's a lot more fun with friends. Want to say go. hello out there now. Uncle Bill, waving. Good to see you. Hey, Uncle Bill. Uh, and I can see DARPA the robot is sleeping. So okay. hopefully she'll wake up during the show. And Jim Katzman, good to see you. Yeah, Jim, welcome. Uh, delighted to be with you. And you know what? We're tired of hearing you people from the East Coast whine about how cold and snowy it is. What happened here in L.A., Marcia? Tell us. Well, what was really funny is, you know, I heard it on the news, and I'm going, eh. But we were checking our security footage on our cameras. <laughs> yep. And four in the morning the other night, we caught a snowstorm on the security camera. I posted it on yep. Facebook because it was just, it cracked me up. I mean, was, we only uh, right. We only have well. Obviously, the movement of the snow um, made the camera wake up, right? And yep. yeah, it's only black and white at night, so it's not okay. that exciting. But right. uh, it was kind of cool. It was kind of it cool. was funny. We yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Friends were calling me saying, "Hey, it's snowing in Westlake Village." Well, wait, it's snowing where? I mean, that, that's really weird for us. What does that happen twice in the century? Maybe I don't know. I think it but, was. It it snowed, I believe, in '62. Okay, so yeah. 50, Some, somebody messaged me about that. Yeah, years. a billion years ago. Or you know, occasionally we do get the five minutes worth of uh, hail. Yeah, every once in a while we'll get some that hail. happens. That's true. But hail is different than snow. This was legit snow. Yeah. And I think that it's up in the mountains here, because California, Southern California goes wild when there's snow, because oh, everybody yeah. goes to Mountain High and Big Bear right. and all the snowing. The snow areas, but they've gotten like 15 feet. Um, oh, it's crazy. They can't, you can't even get to Big Bear because the roads are closed. Yeah, they're shut down. Um, the snow resorts yeah, right. can't be. The snow, I mean, you, you, that's, how horrible is that? You want to go skiing, you want to go to a snow resort, and the snow resort's closed because there's too much snow. That's bizarre for California. Okay, but let's just really quick here talk about one thing. Yeah. Uh, since I'm always on uh, the the earth and how it's changing and how politically we're screwed. So right. I, I saw this person on the news. They had these giant, like they remember the old plastic garbage cans before oh, sure. they had the kind, yeah. right? So they had 30 of them. They right. actually filled up 30 of these with rain, you know, to use for the yeah. future, you know, to right. irrigate and all that, yeah. you know, technically in some places that's illegal. To gather rainwater? To gather rainwater, even in Los Angeles. That's a new um, one like We have a private water meter, which yeah. measures the water that goes into the ground. Right. Which is billed differently than water that you drink, bathe, or use in the house. Okay. And you see, you're screwing them out of revenue, and they don't like that. If, if you Google it, it is a thing. 
and the city and state governments don't like it when you keep the rainwater. And I will just about bet you that we're still going to hear, oh, we're short on water. Oh, we have oh, yeah. no water. Yeah. We've already, yeah, we're already above our uh, our normal rain in in uh, Southern California, and we're five months from the end of our rain season. So it's a little crazy now. But wait, wait a minute. When the wa- when it rains, the water hits the ground. It then goes into drainage, which you know everybody has some kind of drainage, and then it flows out to the street. Right. So, well, that and it flows out into the street, and it goes out. You you know how it's stenciled all over. This goes to the ocean. The right. water is just wasted. It is not recycled. Okay. So how does think where would we think put that water? The, the water that you put in these trash cans, these thirty trash cans. Yeah. Where would it be going if you didn't put it in the trash can? Well, and how what do you would money? do, well, the thing is, um, they can't charge you for water to irrigate your lawn and your plants and things like that. Okay. And they don't I, like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had my my sprinklers on for about six weeks, which is a really long time here in Southern California. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's above my pay grade because I don't understand a word you just said. But okay, you know I don't understand <laughs> anyway, anything the utilities. But do, I think so, okay. I think I think the city would definitely benefit by actually selling rain collecting things. So right. we'd be using less of the aquifer that purportedly we have less water in. <laughs> you know, and I have to tell you, we just got our water bill, and we got a penalty for over water use. Right, right, right. I have to tell you, for those who don't live in Southern California, we also get shaming emails from, like, the gas company. Did you know that your house has used 10 bazillion times more than houses your size? Yeah. Well, you know, I know it's baloney because we've deliberately, like, kept it around 65, 64 in the house. Yeah. So when they send those that we're using a lot of heat, you know, the gas... I know they're lying. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It all makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I understand completely, and uh, it's all a bunch of crap. So uh, <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it, so we uh, we live. All right, more importantly, right to repair news. You had some new updates because we talked about it last week. Yeah, right? I mean, people are listening. And what's so exciting, uh, it's actually it's not as exciting as if the U.S. did it, but right. right to repair legislation is officially being considered in Canada. Yeah, that's great. Um, a new legislation to ensure individuals and independent shops can repair brand name devices in North America. Mm-hmm. And this is very, very important in the fact that how are they ever going to isolate Canada <laughs> from the U.S.? Right. When they're launching a product for North America, it's for North America. Yeah. And having separate laws is you know, a little ridiculous and we won't go into everything but you know there is a universal co- uh now i forgot ucc code which means that when you buy something it's yours right and you have the right you to do whatever you please with that and especially farmers with their uh john deere tractors and things which are very computer oriented and are very expensive to repair so canada's legislation proposes that tech companies make diagnostic tools repair manuals and official parts available to consumers at their request there you go which shouldn't that be with anything you buy 
Documents well, provided to consumers must be free unless they request paper copies, and parts, tools, and software must be provided at a fair price. And apparently the reason the story came up is because the Ontario Liberal Party MPP Michael Cotier ran into the issue firsthand as his daughter dropped his smartphone, and it cost him a fortune to repair it. So I guess all we have to do is somehow get the politicians in the world to be affected by things, and then they fix them. Maybe. Do you find that odd? Maybe. 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 Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. And uh, we have to have right to repair. It's just that simple. So yeah, hopefully Canada is going to pass this law, and hopefully the United States is going to be right behind. Yeah. You know, don't I they think have a good health care system? Maybe we should pay attention to what uh, they do in Canada. Uh, I don't know. The, just the, just there saying. Are questions, there are questions about that. So. Yeah, I don't know either. I've never tried to get health care in Canada, I don't but want, you never well, know. Well, the thing is, it's like when you were in an HMO here in the United States. Right. Uh, you, you don't get – there was an emergency, somebody I knew. Last week, as a matter of fact, something came up in a test. The option right. was either you go to the hospital right now or you go – see this specialist right now right and we do have that in the u.s and it would be a shame to lose that yeah it definitely would you know <laughs> all right so our next story is interesting because i'm trying to figure out how verizon benefits there, wait before got... we do verizon before yeah. we do verizon there was the i fix it thing oh okay yeah i fix it we are all geniuses uh they tweeted to me on twitter because they know i'm a right to repair crazy nut Right. Um, and ifixit.org. Mm -hmm. You all know ifixit. They're the little repair shops. Yeah. And they have a headline on their blog that I shared saying, we are all geniuses. You know, Apple calls the people in the store genius. Geniuses, right. Right, right. During the Second World War, make, do, and mend was a rallying cry and a point of pride. Okay. Every new device shipped with a repair manual. And when something broke, a replacement part could likely be purchased at your local store. Mm -hmm. You remember the guy who would come and fix the TV? There was yeah, a guy, sure, right? Yeah, of course. It, it was a the business. Guy. They were some, a guy. You had a guy for your TV. Yep, if you didn't a have guy, a guy right. for your TV, you yeah. were in big trouble. Yeah, Billy Bob so, was our guy. Uh, really? <laughs> no, no, I just made that up. But it sounded so on their website, they say we're pumping out cheaper single-use gadgets that we're inclined to discard quicker than ever before. We upgrade, rather throw away, perfectly good devices just because the battery has worn down. I mean, isn't that absurd? Yeah. It's, isn't yeah. that absurd that you can't buy a battery? So no, it's I ridiculous. Fix, ifixit.org. Visit the iFixit Twitter All right. account All right. and uh, get on board, and um, hopefully they're going to be able to pass this. We are all geniuses. We can fix our devices. Yes, we can. Uh, all right, so... Verizon has asked the Federal Communication Commission for permission to lock their new phones to curb identity theft. They say they say that they want to be able to lock new phones for a period of 60 days. The lock will prevent users from swapping out SIM cards and using the device on another network. Well, okay, that's one. Um, they want to deter criminals who have been stealing customer identities ordering new phones under those names, and then reselling them on the black market. 
And, you know, an unlocked phone, you can use on any carrier, so they're easier to sell overseas or locally or with different carriers. Yeah, uh, that's what they say. <laughs> well, that's yeah. What they, yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they, they say. say. It's a growing problem, according to Verizon. It cost the company $190 million in 2018. That's up from $115 million in 17. This, they said that 7,000 customers per month were affected by phone thefts in 2018. And, you know, I'm trying to work my way through the, the story to figure out the, their benefit. I guess if you if they lock them, you can't immediately sell them. And obviously the theft... <laughs> factor of that makes sense but there's got to be something more here uh, you know well th- th- you know what's killing me is i'm looking at twitter and there's united states trends ver- hashtag verizon up get rewards for being a verizon customer right. i mean let's face it we all know that verizon is the most expensive of all yep. the services you were with verizon for a while i'm still you? i'm still with I, i've still always with, been i've been i'm still with verizon and the reason i stay with verizon is their service is far superior to anybody else i can find so you know i don't lose calls everything seems to work well their their 4g network works very nicely i don't have issues and i pay a little more but i pay for that reason yeah well i'm, I'm really happy with uh my t-mobile that i switched right. to it right. works everywhere now uh we didn't talk about it, but you know I'm going on a trip. I'm going to yep. deep, deep, the deepest, darkest Alaska, where for many much of my trip there isn't running water. <laughs> it's going to be a real thrill. But it's okay, but, right, because it's, it's really warm there now, right? Uh, right. You're leaving um, Southern but, California to be warm in Alaska. Uh, it's, it's not that warm. No, it is <laughs> I bet not. It is sub-zero. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, okay. the deal is I'm going to – I purchased a – um, oh, Skyrim Soul, which supposedly, because there are a couple of cell towers way up there, it mm-hmm. supposedly will pick up the signal. And boy, if that puppy doesn't work, when I get back, y'all are going to hear about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it better. And it's from Skyrim, you said? Skyrim. Skyrim Soul. Skyrim. You can look okay. it up on the internet. Supposedly, what it does is they have agreements with all the companies, and it picks up the signal from wherever it's coming and Mm -hmm. it will point it to this device that you carry with you and make a wi-fi network that you can connect up to five devices or so from right so if it doesn't work (laughs) boy we're gonna hear about it (laughs) if marcia suddenly stops tweeting you'll know why well, so we can all, yeah, that'll be know. fair fair warning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that'll yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, they got a lot of those cool devices. So you could get it. You could rent. Uh, is that supposedly the equivalent like of a satellite phone? Uh, no, the, no. It, they've got uh, it's it's like a virtual SIM in the device, and the company has agreements with carriers all over the world. Just like you know, they pay the carriers for use or whatever. Right. So yeah, who knows. Who knows? Supposedly it works. Okay. We will let you know. All right. So uh, SpaceX, which is, of course, uh, Elon Musk's company. Um, by the way, before we get to that story, did you read the most recent thing about Elon Musk that he had, I don't know, $65 million in uh, mortgages? That was the big story that hit last week that, hey, rich people have mortgages, too. You, and I know, think they, yeah. you know, I'm I'm so fed up with hearing about rich people problems and i'm so personally <laughs> sick of jeff bezos and why he couldn't have handled things better i just i i'm so disappointed 
I'm, I'm afraid, honestly, that Bill Gates is the only person that I, I can still look up to as a tech entrepreneur, <laughs> right? Because at least he's doing something. Yeah, well, apparently SpaceX successfully launched their historic moon mission from Israel. Yeah, we watched um, it, yeah. Yeah, Thursday evening well, at 1245. But they sent it from Cape Canaveral. Right. Uh, Ken- Kennedy or the Space Kennedy Center. Space Center. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy Space Center. Uh, at 5.45 p.m. on Thursday night, a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket successfully launched a small aircraft on its way to the moon. Uh, it's known as Beresheet. Uh, and if it makes it all the way to the lunar surface, it will mark uh, multiple milestones. Space, uh, space. Wait, I guess, wait a IL. minute. You kind of left you left left a little thing out. Oh, which was the the thing that the rocket is carrying is a small lander called Beresheet. Beresheet. Yeah, that's what I said. Beresheet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But that's what uh, it's carrying. So it's from an Israeli-based nonprofit. Go ahead. Yes, Space IL, the Israeli-based nonprofit, has been working on the lander for eight years, and it's one of, uh, interestingly enough, Google Lunar X Prize teams. They had a competition, competition, uh, and the SpaceX launch, and the thing, if it does well, uh, weather conditions apparently were poor, but the reusable booster uh, successfully landed on the Of Course I Still Love You drone ship eight minutes after liftoff. Uh, Which I want you to know is really funny. Somewhere from my travels with NASA, I have a luggage tag from SpaceX. Oh, funny. From the Of Course I Still Love You platform. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, I you know, I think it's kind of cool that we've done that. Um, it was, as I say, the uh, uh, bearer sheet was successfully released by the SpaceX Falcon 9 at 6.19 p.m., and it began a journey to the surface of the moon. Um, I'm trying to see if it says how long it's supposed to take. Let's see if, they, if it's if how long it will take us to know if this was actually uh, successful. Hmm. Okay, well, it says how... it deployed its landing legs at 6:45 p.m. Um, it's supposed to send images. The name Bereshit, by the way, means in the beginning in Hebrew. Yeah. So hopefully, cool. yeah, it's very cool. And I don't know, honestly, whether he was able to save the Falcon 9 rocket as he usually recycles them, because this was the third use of this specific rocket. Right, yeah, they said that they were reusable, so uh, there there you go, uh, Elon. Nice job on reusing your stuff and recycling. Yeah, well, let's uh, not pat him on the back too hard, because, you know, the Consumer Reports pulled their approval of the Model 3. So there's that. <laughs> oh, when did they do that? Recently? Last week, yes. Yes, oh, that, that was uh-oh. last week. So, and, then, well, eh. and why, just the short version, did, why? Short version, uh, too many customer complaints. He mm. never met the price that he sold it for. Never. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. I right. mean, come on. Uh, and there were a number of things. Just Google Consumer Reports and Tesla Model 3, and you will get the whole story. Yeah, and I don't know if we talked about this before, but you're aware of the new model. I don't know what the model is. The sports car that Tesla's bringing out. That there are two I, versions. I told you, of it. I am. I am so over Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Start naming them. I, yeah. I don't even care what they do anymore. 
Well, and, it's um, an Richard Branson is kind of going off the edge too. He's always me, so. well. He's always been a little nutty. Yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently you can buy this new uh, whatever the new model is whenever it comes out a year or two from now. And there are two models of it. Uh, one is the two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar model, and one is the two fifty, the super extra edition model. And but they don't tell you what you get for the extra twenty-five grand. It's just a you know a super extra edition, but no details as to what it is. But Marcia, here's the good news: if you want to put down a deposit to get that car, all you have to do is put down two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's, That's your deposit. Got to pay for the whole car in advance, and you don't know when you're ever going to get it. Yeah, so, and uh, people are still needing jobs in New York. People are needing jobs everywhere, and yet yeah. we're putting money into things like this. But yeah. hey, nobody okay. asked my opinion. <laughs> no, they they did not, and you express it quite well. So you think by now they would be asking your opinion, but whatever. Okay, right. you use, you don't use any computer with Windows Seven on it, do you? Actually, I have an old travel computer that I just adore, and I never updated it because honestly, I didn't think it could take a better uh, operator. Okay. You know what I mean? The hardware yeah. was so old, and it works fine because if I use it for travel, all I'm using it for is what tweeting, writing, right. you know, doing a story on the road. So sure. w what kind of fancy computer do I need to use Word and a w web browser? Yeah, and so Windows 7 wasn't happen? a bad system. It, you know, it wasn't Loved Windows know, 7. one of the worst. Yeah, it was fine. But if you use it, make sure that you update your Windows Server 2008 because it's critical. They've added what they call support for the SHA-2 encryption. Without doing the upgrade, you will no longer be able to update your Windows 7 software. Uh, the support is due to end on January 14th, 2020, but updates may end in March if you don't allow your machine to download and install Microsoft's new patches. So well, I will, turn, I will turn on what I call Little Lappy. Uh, little Lappy. <laughs> that, 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 it's called Little Lappy, and I will right. turn on Little Lappy and let, but you know the one thing that if you want to continue to get support for Windows mm -hmm. 7 and fixes and updates, it's going to cost you 350 a year. That's <laughs> a lot of money. People. Right, right. So, But, you know, when I was over at NASA a couple of years ago, I was still seeing systems running Windows 2000. So, you know, because they have custom software oh, that yeah. they build yeah. on top of the operating systems. Right. Why should they change? I mean, no. if it works, You know, and a why? lot of businesses can't afford to do these upgrades on a regular basis. You know, maybe a, as a consumer, you might want to upgrade to the new operating system, and it costs you 100 $200, what, you know, whatever it normally right. costs. But it costs millions if you're a business. So as you say, a lot of companies still ran Windows 2, you know, two, was it Windows 2000? Is that what it was called? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, well, it's, this is especially if you're a business with custom software. I right. mean, you have a retail business. You have yep. uh, there's specialty software for insurance. I mean, you go to your insurance guy. What he's yeah. pulling up on his screen looks nothing like what you pull up on your screen because right, he has special software. And yeah. when you go to the level of science or auto building or anything that's right. really highly technical, they're going to have their own software built on a basis of something else. Absolutely. So, yeah, I got my yeah. insurance guy, Billy Bob. Billy Bob does my insurance and uh, also does my TV repair, which is kind of interesting. So, you know, you uh, be, I was going to say, you know, this guy's yeah, yeah. making a fortune. Mm -hmm. Got to be a specialist these days in, in all fields, not just one. Um, all right. Oh, how do you get Google Chrome to work faster? Well, update. <laughs> oh, well, that was easy. Um, okay, next story. Yeah, right. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um, one of the big problems with Chrome 
is memory. I mean, it just, it's insane. It crashes things. Who knows? Um, I use one tab, which at the end of the day, I click one tab and it stores all my browser windows in like a little history. So mm -hmm. if I want to re-pull those up, I can pull them up. In other words, I no longer have to have 20 uh, browser windows open. Okay. So there's a new experimental feature that could cut Chrome RAM usage significantly called Experimental Chrome Canary Browser. Canary is a free-to-use browser that Google has long used to test out new Chrome features within the company. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Supposedly, the latest version is great. It's called Skip Best Effort Tasks. The feature could finally see users not have to worry about how many tabs they have open if they want right. their PC to work as it should. So sure. it's called the Chrome Canary, and uh, look for it. And, boy, that, that would be great. Cause yeah, that that's awesome. Sucks memory, sucks memory like it's insane. And, by the way, thanks to Uncle Bill. Uh, it's a two-month journey to the moon. So it'll take two months for the uh, the Space IL lunar lander to uh, get to the moon. Seems like a long time, but okay. Uh, thank you, Uncle Bill, for that update. By the and way, then... there was something I wanted to throw in before the last thing here, and I sent it to you at the last second. Um, scientists have discovered mm -hmm. that emotion plays a big role in your health, happiness, and well-being. Well, duh. So experiencing awe, A-W-E, like I'm going to do when I'm in Alaska and I'm standing in the middle of the, you know what I'm saying? Just the yeah, feeling of, of awe. The feeling of awe can actually boost and bolster happiness, health, and social interactions. Spending a certain time in awe. Now, I was not awed by the Grand Canyon. I kind of looked at it and went, mm, big hole in the ground. Aww. But I'm absolutely sure I'm going to be in awe of when I go mushing with a dog sled. Yeah, there you go. Right. These things are going. So I will let you know if the science scientists are right. And it's supposedly a legit thing how it, awe experience bears on your well-being. You know, I can tell you that I've spent many years of my life working with the Starlight Children's Foundation. Mm -hmm. And there's a word called psychoneuroimmunology which is the science of how positive stimulus affects your physical well-being. And we had one little child who needed chemotherapy, and her blood count was too low and couldn't, have, couldn't take the chemotherapy. Yeah. We had a visit by, if I remember right, it was Mr. T came to visit her at the hospital. The next morning, her, her blood cell count had shot way up, and she was able to get her treatments. So that's, that's amazing. A real, that's, that's, that's a real deal. See, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna come yeah. back, hopefully full of awe and a lot healthier. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio. You know, we're the worldwide leader in internet talk, and I sure hope our robot wakes up. <laughs> yeah, wake up, wake up. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. 
wsradio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go download the ws radio application do it now it's very easy wsradio.com i've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town yes it is i'll do a slice of pepperoni slice of vegetarian you got it and i will pay for all of that in three days in three days (laughs) what's that mean well wait you accept credit cards that money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway i need my money quicker at chase we hear you with express funding card payments are in your chase account the next business day go to chase.com slash express funding chase for business so you can Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 